7.08 is the time, and uh, lots of things to report on from Queen's Park, so we thought we'd go to the specialists. Sabrina Nanji is with Queen's Park Observer and joins us with a couple of scoops this morning. Nice to have you. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, John. Okay, so let's set aside Bonnie Crombie for a moment. Um, But you have information about who may want to replace MPP Mitzi Hunter now that she has gotten, she's resigned from her seat. And I was just saying to Joe Cristiano, who produces the show, uh, Sabrina, that, you know, the, the, the amount of musical chairs from Queens Park to municipalities is becoming a little weird. Yeah. And, you know, I I think in terms of policy, there's some overlap there, too. Obviously, we know that, you know, municipalities will be doing a lot of the heavy lifting for the Ford government's ambitious housing plan. uh, And politics is a small world. So there's definitely some jumping back and forth between the clamshell and the Pink Palace happening right now. (laughs) Okay, so what have you got your finger on? So what I'm hearing is that uh, over in Scarborough Guildwood, where Mitzi Hunter has resigned in order to run for the mayor's seat, uh, is is Gary Crawford is potentially running for the, the PCs. I'm hearing that he's set to, to make it official this week. Um, I, I called him up on Saturday. He said he'll have more to say in a couple of days, you know, not really giving anything away. But multiple sources are telling me that that he's their guy and he's a huge get for the conservatives. Um, we know Scarborough Guildwood has long been held by the liberals at Queen's Park. But uh, it could be anybody's game, especially in a by-election when turnout tends to be lower. You've got someone who's high profile like Gary Crawford. Uh, he's got a close relationship with with, the, with Ford, uh, Doug Ford, the premier. So you know that there's going to be a lot of people uh, in the PC ranks who are willing to go knock doors on him. Um, he's got a lot of uh, name recognition uh, experience under his belt. So, you know, the last time uh, around, it was a slam dunk for Mitzi Hunter in, in 2022. But before that, in 2018, she won by only 74 votes. So, you know, there have been some close calls uh, and the Liberals don't have their their person nominated yet for this, you know, by-election, which we we don't have a date for just yet. But I think Gary Crawford um, is someone that that should have the Liberals, you know, shaking in their, in their boots a little bit. Okay, but then, of course, he has to vacate his city council seat and we have to have another by-election. That's the musical chairs I've been talking about. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I guess for now he would stay on as as counselor and and budget chief. Uh, but of course, if he wins the seat, he's going to have to step down um, from city hall, and that would of course trigger a, a by election at, at that level too. So there there could be some votes coming up for for folks in in Scarborough. All right. So the other thing that people are talking about from Queens Park today is that Bonnie Crombie has her eyes on it, and I think. We'll know better when she pops into our studios an hour from now. Um, She's being a little coy in saying she has an exploratory committee. It looks like she already has her election team put together. Yeah, I think this is, um, you know, the first major step from Bonnie Crombie, who, as we know, has been long rumored to jump into the race for Ontario Liberal leader. Uh, I think there was some question about that uh, just a few days ago when Doug Ford announced that Peel Region would be split up. That's something Bonnie Crombie as Mississauga mayor has long been fighting for. Uh, And so the the theories around Queen's Park was, would she want to stay on as mayor to kind of see through Mississauga's independence rather than, you know, jump into the race to be leader of the third place unrecognized liberal party right now um and she's a big threat to to the pcs and and you know folks in the ford government have acknowledged that i mean not only does she um you know, go to toe to toe with the premier often. She does have this knack for getting under Ford's skin. I mean, he's called her out 
uh, you know, specifically saying to quit your whining over those that scrapping of developer fees that municipalities aren't happy with. Um, and she represents a, the, the 905 region, you know, at City Hall. But this the 905 in particular uh, has so many votes and it's a very vote rich region that it can make or break you at Queen's Park. Uh, she's very well liked in liberal circles and beyond. So she's got this ability to raise cash for the party, you know, something that any party needs to be competitive in an election. And so I, I think that, you know, announcing this exploratory committee, which she's done, um, is sort of the precursor to her making it official. Thanks a lot for this. Great work. Thanks for having me. Queen's Park Observer's Sabrina Nanji. And um, on the matter of Bonnie Crombie running to lead the Liberals, Myrat Stiles had this reaction because, frankly, I think the NDP has more to lose with a revivified Liberal Party than the Conservatives do. I think that uh, even if Doug Ford sticks around, they'll probably still be competitive in the next election. So what did Myrat Stiles say? The liberals, you know, I, I, they have some soul searching to do, so I wish them all the best. Okay. Well, I guess that's the high road. Speaking of high road, Mike Schreiner almost always takes it. Here's what Mike Schreiner, Green Party leader, had to say about Bonnie Crombie entering the race. I think it's great for any party to welcome as many candidates as possible into their leadership races. What I'm focused on right now is pushing back against Doug Ford's agenda. Okay, so everyone's kind of keeping their powder dry when it comes to the Liberals. And why not? The Liberal leadership race will be decided on the 2nd of December. And we're still, you know, even at that point, we're two and a half years away from the next provincial election. Um, In all likelihood, the person who wins the leadership of the provincial Liberals will not even have a House seat yet. But one of the things that's interesting in the conversation we were just having uh, with Sabrina is these efforts at flipping seats. I mean, it's one thing, you know, like I live in a riding that is probably going to be liberal long after I'm gone. And it's just because the the federal liberals win it again and again and again. Now, provincially, the NDP flipped it. The NDP flipped a lot of seats. But that's not quite as significant as when the conservatives can steal a liberal slash NDP seat or vice versa. So if Gary Crawford comes in and flips a seat, then you get to the jeopardy that the conservatives are facing in Bonnie Crombie land, because Bonnie Crombie is, you know, a red liberal. And most of the seats in her municipality, in her region, are actually conservative. So if she can flip those seats, then there's the risk for the provincial conservatives. Anyway, I think that's enough of the chessboard for now. I'll, I'll leave it to the Steve Pakins and Scott Reeds of the world to sort these things out.